Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And still in high good humor. Lord Lufton himself was a fine, bright-looking young man, not so tall as Mark Robarts, and with perhaps less intelligence marked on his face, but his features were finer, and there was in his countenance a thorough appearance of good humour and sweet temper. It was indeed a pleasant face to look upon, and dearly Lady Lead often gloved to gaze at it. "'Well, Mark, so you have been among the Philistines!' That was his lordship's first remark. Robarts laughed as he took his friend's hands, and bethought himself how truly that was the case, that he was in very truth already himself in bonds under Philistinian yoke. Alas, alas, it is very hard to break asunder the bonds of the latter-day Philistines. When a Samson does now and then pull a temple down about their ears, is he not sure to be engulfed in the ruin with them? There is no horse-leech that sticks so fast as your latter-day Philistine. "'So you have caught Sir George after all?' said Lady Lufton, and that was nearly all she did say in allusion to his absence. There was afterwards some conversation about the lecture, and from her ladyship's remarks it certainly was apparent that she did not like the people among whom the vicar had been lately staying. But she said no word that was personal to him himself, or that could be taken as a reproach. The little episode of Mrs. Proudie's address in the lecture-room had already reached Framley, and it was only to be expected that Lady Lufton should enjoy the joke. She would affect to believe that the body of the lecture had been given by the bishop's wife, and afterwards, when Mark described her costume at that Sunday morning breakfast-table, Lady Lufton would assume that such had been the dress in which she had exercised her faculties in public. "'I would have given a five-pound note to have heard it,' said Sir George. "'So would not I,' said Lady Lufton. "'When one hears of such things described so graphically as Mr. Robarts now tells it, one cannot help laughing.' but it would give me great pain to see the wife of one of our bishops place herself in such a situation, for he is a bishop after all. "'Well, upon my word, my lady, I agree with Meredith,' said Lord Lufton. "'It must have been good fun. As it did happen, you know, as the church was doomed to the disgrace, I should like to have heard it.' "'I know you would have been shocked, Ludovic.' "'Oh, I should have got over that in time, mother. It would have been like a bullfight, I suppose.' Horrible to see, no doubt, but extremely interesting. And uh, Harold Smith, Mark, what did he do all the while? It didn't take so very long, you know, said Robarts. And the poor bishop, said Lady Meredith, how did he look? I really do pity him. Well, he was asleep, I think. What? Slept through it all? said Sir George. 
It awakened him, and then he jumped up and said something. What out loud, too? Only one word or so. What a disgraceful scene, said Lady Lufton. To those who remember the good old man who was in the diocese before him, it is perfectly shocking. He confirmed you, Ludovic, and you ought to remember him. It was over at Barchester, and you went and lunched with him afterwards. Oh, I do remember, and especially this, that I never had such tarts in my life before or since. The old man particularly called my attention to them, and seemed remarkably pleased that I concurred in his sentiments. There are no such tarts as those going in the palace now, I'll be bound. Yeah, Mrs. Proudie will be very happy to do her best for you, if you will go and try, said Sir George. I beg that he will do no such thing, said Lady Lufton. And that was the only severe word she said about any of Mark's visitings. As Sir George Meredith was there, Robarts could say nothing then to Lord Lufton about Mr. Sarby and Mr. Sarby's money affairs, but he did make an appointment for a tete-a-tete on the next morning. "'You must come down and see my nags, Mark. They came to-day. Uh, the Merediths will be off at twelve, and then we can have an hour together.' Mark said he would, and then went home with his wife under his arm. "'Well, now, is she not she kind?' said Fanny, as soon as they were out on the gravel together. "'She is kind, kinder than I can tell you just at present. But did you ever know anything so bitter as she is to the poor bishop? And really the bishop is not so bad.' "'Yes, I know something much more bitter, and that is what she thinks of the bishop's wife. And you know, Mark, it was so unladylike her getting up in that way. What must the people of Barchester think of her?' "'As far as I could see, the people of Barchester liked it.' "'Nonsense, Mark, they could not. "'But never mind that now. "'I want you to own that she is good.' "'And then Mrs. Robarts went on with another long eulogy on the dowager. "'Since that affair of the pardon-begging at the parsonage, "'Mrs. Robarts hardly knew how to think well enough of her friend. "'And the evening had been so pleasant after the dreadful storm "'and threatenings of hurricanes. "'Her husband had been so well received after his lapse of judgment. "'The wounds that had looked so sore had been so thoroughly healed.' and everything was so pleasant. How all of this would have changed had she known of that little bill! At twelve the next morning the lord and the vicar were walking through the Framley stables together. Quite a commotion had been made there, for the larger portion of those buildings had of late years seldom been used. But now all was crowding and activity. Seven or eight very precious animals had followed Lord Lufton from Leicestershire, and all of them required dimensions that were thought to be rather excessive by the Framley old-fashioned groom. My lord, however, had a headman of his own who took the matter quite into his own hands. Mark, priest as he was, was quite worldly enough to be fond of a good horse, and for some little time allowed Lord Lufton to descant on the merit of this four-year-old filly and that magnificent Rattlebones colt out of a mouse-trap mare, but he had other things that lay heavy on his mind, and after bestowing half an hour on the stud, he contrived to get his friend away to the shrubbery walks. "'So you have settled with Sarby?' Robarts began by saying. Uh, "'Settled with him, yes, but you know the price?' "'I believe that you have paid five thousand pounds?' "'Yes, and about three before, and that in a matter in which I did not really owe one shilling.' Whatever I do in future, I'll keep out of Sarby's grip. But you don't think he has been unfair to you? Mark, to tell you the truth, I have banished the affair from my mind, and don't wish to take it up again. My mother has paid the money to save the property, and of course I must pay her back. 
but I think I may promise that I will not have any more money-dealings with Sabe. I will not say that he is dishonest, but at any rate he is sharp. Well, Lufton, what will you say when I tell you that I have put my name to a bill for him for four hundred pounds? Say? Why, I should say— "'But you're joking. A man in your position would never do such a thing.' "'But I have done it.' Lord Lufton gave a long, low whistle. "'He asked me the last night that I was there, making a great favour of it, and declaring that no bill of his had ever yet been dishonoured.' Lord Lufton whistled again. "'No bill of his dishonoured? Why, the pocket-books of the Jews are stuffed full of his dishonoured papers!' "'And you have really given him your name for four hundred pounds?' "'I have, certainly. "'At what date?' Three months. "'And have you thought where you are to get the money?' "'I know very well that I can't get it, not at least by that time. "'The bankers must renew it for me, and I must pay it by degrees. "'That is, if Sabe really does not take it up.' "'It is just as likely that he will take up the national debt.' Robarts then told him about the projected marriage with Miss Dunstable, giving it as his opinion that the lady would probably accept the gentleman. "'Not at all improbable,' said his lordship. "'Fasabi is an agreeable fellow, and if it be so, he will have all that he wants for life. But his creditors will gain nothing. The Duke, who has his title-deeds, will doubtless get his money, and the estate will, in fact, belong to his wife. But the small fry such as you will not get a shilling.' Poor Mark! He had had an inkling of this before, but it had hardly presented itself to him in such certain terms. It was, then, a positive fact that in punishment for his weakness in having signed that bill, he would have to pay not only four hundred pounds, but four hundred pounds with interest and expenses of renewal and commission and bill-stamps. Yes, he had certainly got among the Philistines during that visit of his to the Duke began to appear to him pretty clearly that it would have been better for him to have relinquished altogether the glories of Chaldicotes and Gatherham Castle. And now, how was he to tell his wife? End of chapter 9 Recording by Simon Evers Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.